0: And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic, with Chris Reavers Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the Rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sucherey.
1: It's not the mayor, it's Reavers that you're forced to deal with here on this Monday, February 20th, 2023. Joe is off doing some diversity training. He will be back. Hopefully later on this week, depending upon how much snow we do anticipate getting. In any event, it's Revers here in the GL Podcast Studios, ready to give you some of the best of Garage Logic. And boy, I know you're excited to hear my voice even more this week, as I am too. Anyway, uh, yeah, we're gonna give you some best of segments, and also don't forget if you haven't done so yet, please sign up for the Garage Logic Town Council. That's because for just 10 bucks a month or $100 a year, you're going to receive access to 24/7 members-only live audio stream full of live recordings of Garage Logic best of segments and replays, full show video archive including before and after the show. And between segments content, you're going to receive a weekly newsletter directly from the mayor. And right now, if you sign up, a $10 Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Center gift card while supplies last. Town Council Membership Card and a Town Council Window cling member certificate from the mayor and invites to exclusive members-only events. You can learn more about becoming a member or gifting Garage Logic to someone that you love. Find out more at GarageLogic.com. Here we go. It's Reavers in the GL Podcast Studios with today's best of Garage Logic.
0: Don't test me today. No. Uh Miles Crawford writes: What's the difference between the Baghdad blast walls and St. Paul light rail construction? What's the difference? Nothing. They both disrupt traffic, damage the sewage systems and sidewalks, and paralyze businesses.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> whoa! <laughs> oh, whoa! Look out. Hello. Hello.
1: Friday. Oh. <laughs> oh.
0: You want me to be serious after after that open? Did anyone see the uh, Aurora Borealis last night? I missed it. Damn it, I forgot. I completely spaced. Apparently it was wonderful, huh? Because of a solar storm? The uh, northern lights could be visible across parts of the northern USA. Oh, and tonight. Oh, sweet. Maybe I'll remember. You won't remember, but I will. We're going to have to stay up late then. Mm-hmm. Well, it's Friday. It's not a school night. Maybe at an establishment. Mm-hmm. Well, See it on the way home. no, then. Driveway. No. We right in the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> Looking outside the garage. Funny, I never drove a bus before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but we have uh, light pollution that the dark people are trying to save us from, but we have light pollution in the metro area. So you'd have to go out, you have to, well, Chris lives way out. Maybe he'll see it. Yeah, usually Mm -hmm. I can see it out in Chanhassen. But I live in the sustainable urban core next to the country's tallest buildings where politics are most likely to be of the leftist variety. You have light pollution. Yeah. Okay, I got a take on uh, what's happening Mm -hmm. in Wisconsin. And I've been thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it. And I, I've come up with something, and I can't poke a hole in my theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me first read you an email from uh, Don Berry, who writes, Joe, I share your concern regarding public employees. There is so much to say but little time. I am a state employee myself. I have not had a raise in two years, last contract in '08." Uh, there was no wage increase given. I would take it though that he did not get a cut, he just did not have a wage increase, right? I found that hard to understand. I expected pay cuts. I expected furloughs but they never transpired. I think it was a battle the state did not want to fight. Public employees are not the whole problem but we should expect to be part of the solution whether it be pay cuts, furloughs, or layoffs. We cannot be immune. I'm in a union Uh, Not much of one, but it is a union. The main union, AFSCME, which I am not part of, makes me sick with their tax the rich mantra. Go to AFSCME's website sometime. It's just full of uh, especially strong items like the wealthy are not taxed enough. My family comes from a line of union membership, but I'm an odd duck. I don't like them. And uh, I got many, many emails from state employees, both in Minnesota and Wisconsin, Uh, good souls, like this fellow, who I would say is a good man, not because he doesn't like unions. He's not a good man because he doesn't like unions. He's a good man whether he knows it or not, because he's resisting the mystery. And my take on what's happening in Madison might be the clearest example yet of what truly is the mystery. And I don't I hope people understand, and I think most listeners do, that when I deliver my theory now, it is not an indictment of any public employee, any specific public employee. They're our friends, our neighbors, uh, we know them. This is not what I'm about to say, or what I'm about to deliver, is not an indictment against the public union members. Is that understood? Uh, particularly you euphorians who love to listen but can't admit it to your friends I want you to understand that now I say it's the mystery what have we always defined the mystery as the mystery is an attempt the short-form version of the mystery is the mystery is an attempt to bring about a different kind of America one that we don't recognize right one that is not representative of the history the convention uh, the rules the regulations the rituals that we all have understood, right? So Correct. far, so good. Yes. <clears throat> so I got to thinking: why would why would the protests uh, border on almost hysteria? What what is it that's? And I I would submit to you too. There are some professional rabble rousers in there. The president's own. Uh, team has moved in to gin things up I didn't know it was the president's job to get involved in a state matter like this but he has I think there are some teachers there and some public employees who are protesting but I also think there are a lot of a lot of people who are protesting because they do so professionally and they are they are truly the ones who are attempting to bring about the mystery okay what what do I mean I don't begrudge whatever a public employee makes, right? Right. I don't begrudge whatever vacation or holiday a public employee gets. We all get that. Right. We all get a salary. We all get holidays and vacation. Mm -hmm. I don't begrudge the health benefits. We all, to some extent get some help in that, not self-employed people. They're paying for it out of their right. own pocket. I do think that it's an extraordinary benefit they get. I, I, I don't even begrudge that they have apparently a very good pension system, although I certainly think they should pay more for it, and that's all Walker's asking for in Wisconsin. He's asking them to go from zero contribution to 5-point-something percent. I think that should be done. Does anybody really resent any of that? Do you? Do I resent Do you, any you, of that? Let's say your neighbor no. is a uh, an accountant with the State Department of Finance.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you resent what he or she makes? No. Do you resent that he or she gets uh, however many weeks of vacation they get? Nope. Do you resent their salary? I said salary. Do you resent their, uh, their uh, benefits package? No. Do you resent their uh, pension situation? No. Then, what is it that's being protested? What is it that rubs me, if not all GLers? What is it that rubs us the wrong way about this now three day standoff in the rotunda <laughs> yes. of the Wisconsin State Capitol with moveon.org types involved, uh, the president's moving forward team having camped. Uh, Having decamped and set up shop there. What what is it that rubs us the wrong way about that? I think it's the mystery. And how so? How are you plugging in the mystery to this? And again, this is not an indictment of any specific public employee. I think it's the system that has happened to embrace them. I think what rubs us the wrong way is that they seem to be living in the America of the mystery. I think they are living in a different America. What I mean is the following. Part of the American dynamic has always been you're pretty much responsible for your own well-being pretty much so that if you're in the private economy you face daily doubts and anxieties they can be fleeting you can be in the private economy and be, and, and be very accomplished at what you do and your doubts and anxieties can be very fleeting but they're there. The public employee unions seem to reflect the idea that they should be safeguarded from those doubts and anxieties that the that among that among the provisions they have earned by virtue of their union membership is an intangible one and that intangible one is the one that rubs us on the outside looking in the wrong way they quite literally are protected from the doubts in the most part, not in all cases, but they are protected from the doubts and anxieties and ups and downs that affect people in the private economy. I'm not saying they're not good at what they do. I'm not saying that they're that they're not your good friend. I'm not saying that they're not your good neighbor. But I'm saying that when they get out of bed in the morning and they go to work, they are shielded from almost a competitive the competitive aspect of the American dynamic and that's the mystery and again I'm not indicting I got to keep saying that because so many uh, euphorians listen what I mean when they're shielded from the competitive aspect of the American dynamic what I mean is uh... they're protected they're not looking over their shoulder wondering if there's gonna be a pink slip in there and box. and and they they've become entitled to the point where I don't even know how it could have gotten to this point but why in God's name shouldn't they contribute to their own pension? Why shouldn't they contribute to their own uh, health benefits? Why shouldn't they uh, suffer the fluctuations uh, with their salaries? Why shouldn't they uh, be uh, as easily fired as somebody in the private economy? Why should they be able to retire uh, earlier than people in the private economy? Taken individually, we don't resent any of that. By we, I mean, I guess, people in the private economy. What I find that is able to be resented is the idea that they are immune by virtue of their union protections, which they don't even need because it's redundant. They have civil service laws. They are immune from the same. They are immune from suffering the ups and downs, the anxieties, the doubts, and the downfalls of people in the private economy and that's that's the mystery that that's not live that is it that is the different America that has been brought about and I I guess I'll go black helicopter on you hmm. and I believe that we're led now by a fellow who wants to bring about that America I, I think it's wrong I don't know where we're supposed to come up with the money to fund it but I think the America of the mystery is an America in which you do not suffer the slings and arrows of competitiveness. That you that we're, we, we we would be pretty much all the same. We would be pretty much all guaranteed a, a a what a roof, a meal, and a and a job. And and I I that to me is not how I was raised that's to me is not how I look at at what America is and has been and uh, I think when you see the intensity the, the almost hysterical nature. By the way, it's the same crowd that called for civility after the shooting out in Arizona. They're calling this guy Hitler. They're drawing pictures of him as Husar, uh, Hosni Mubarak. It's just, it's, it's it's horrid. And I got to thinking to myself today, this can't be. This What they're trying to protect, what they're trying to protect is that extraordinary advantage they have over people in the private economy and that is they are shielded they are shielded from the normal doubts and anxieties that that affect people who either work for themselves or work for a company or work in some capacity in the private economy I'm not saying they're not good people I'm not saying they're not good at what they do I'm not saying they're not loyal friends and good neighbors No, they're great people but they have, they have, they have entered this womb-like protection that none of us can possibly enjoy. Or I, you know what? I don't even want to. I wouldn't even want to enjoy that. It's the doubts and anxieties and the ups and downs that keep you going, that keep you retooled, that keep you reinventing, that keep you entrepreneurial. Entrepreneurial that keep you motivated,
3: mm-hmm.
0: right? I hope this has all made sense and I hope it was delivered in a civil fashion. <laughs> yes, if I can grasp it, I think everybody else I can. know that's always my litmus test. <laughs> Thank you. If I you think. get it, <laughs> if you get it, then I've succeeded. If my ears are smoking, then nobody's
4: right. Do. And your ears aren't smoking, are they? <laughs> no, they're not. In our climate, using seafoam, it's not a luxury, it's a necessity. Hey Kenny here. It's warm one day, it's frigid the next, fog, rain, snow, freezing drizzle. Seafoam works to fight off the condensation and remove deposits while lubricating the moving parts and preserving engine vapors, making starting easier on the cold days. Nothing worse than a vehicle not starting when it's at or below zero. Seafoam is on our side and a true miracle in a world of bad gas and miserable temperatures. For more tips, Log on to SeafoamWorks.com.
1: All right, have you been putting it off? I know you've been putting it off. Quit putting it off. Get in touch with Linda Keller and set up your appointment today to get those taxes done. You know what? You're going to wait too long, and then you're going to be out of luck. Well, the best in the business is right here for you, and she is a true diehard GLer. Her name is Linda Keller with Keller Tax Service, and she has been doing taxes for For 20 years, she prepares all types of returns for all types of professions and businesses. She's also perfected the virtual tax appointment, either via video or phone, and it's safe document exchange options, both encrypted and secure. You can have the confidence of a professional with the convenience of staying right at home. She also has competitive pricing to do-it-yourself software. A flat fee includes state income tax return, e-filing of all returns, and direct deposit of any and all refunds. So here's the deal. Book your appointment today. You can do it over the phone, 320-352-0013. Or just go to her website, kellertaxservice.com. Listen, get in right now. She's offering 10% off all preparation fees for any GL listeners that book their appointment by March 1st. It's a big deal. 10% off all preparation fees if you book before March 1st. She's also available for evening and Saturday appointments as well because we all are busy. So, guess what? The Saturdays are going to fill up fast. So, get in touch with Linda today. KellerTaxService.com. That's her website or give her a call. And please, when you make her appointment, let her know that you heard about her right here on the Garage
0: Logic Podcast. Jim, go ahead, please.
5: Hi, Joe. Hail a flashlight, King. Hail you. Hey, a long time listener, first time caller. Wonderful. I'm a public employee.
0: Yes sir. Teach. yes, sir. Yes,
5: um, sir. I think I can poke some holes in your theory. Okay. Um, the thing I admire about you is I always found you open-minded. But this, uh, here's where we're different in the public sector. All right. We can never charge a profit for our services. Not only that, our services are dictated by law, what we have to provide. Say, in education, for example, we don't get to pick our students and say, you know, we're in a yeah, but you know we have IEP kids. We have services that we have to provide. In my district, we had to spend sixty-two thousand dollars a year on a single student mm-hmm. who never set foot in our building even once right. because they were in a maximum security detention center. But parents live in our district. We, you know, we have to pay that. That's law. So we don't get the. charge a profit and that changes everything
0: Well, go back to the go help me understand what you mean by you don't get to charge a profit
5: we don't get to charge uh, we don't get paid for what it costs to provide the service we never get to streamline our operation and say you know like a private school you were saying last week
2: well
0: don't you find that don't you find that ironic Uh, you're almost making a case against yourself
5: well, no, that's it's. See, here's the other part of the, the second half of that equation is uh, because we can't, you know, operate, you know, streamline what we do. If you're a business owner, you, you know, you're bidding on a construction job. So you bid. So you make money. Otherwise, you wouldn't take that job. You wouldn't bid on it.
0: You know, if you keep talking like this, you're going to solve something. You're you're almost you sound to me like you're you're frustrated.
5: Well, oh, I'm extremely frustrated. Uh, well, then answer me uh, this question. But uh, here's here's the part too. Uh, you know, we can't. So it, it costs the public more to do things sometimes. That's that's a fact. But we also record this call. Rec- to a sector of the public that private industry doesn't because it's non profitable for private sector to do it.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Does that but make that, sense?
0: Well, but that's what the government does. The government isn't a for profit entity.
5: Correct. You know, that's absolutely correct. And, and you know, when you, uh, you know, but see, when you're working for profit, the government's not mandating by law what your charges of, uh, of your business are. I mean, there's regulation, of course, but.
0: Um, no, the market determines that.
5: Right, and we don't get to operate within the parameters of the market by law as a public sector. Right. You can't be competitive with your bids to plow roads or
2: or whatever.
0: I've never heard a better—I've never heard—wait, Jim, I've never heard a public employee make a better case for reform than you have in the last two minutes, and I mean that seriously.
5: Well, and then here's the other part, though, that's not being considered with public employees. Uh, You know, the the salaries we make is just a tiny fraction— of the tax dollars that are spent on on work being done in Minnesota, right? Most of the work, most of the money goes to contract private business, small business. You know, they they contract for electrical. Jim,
0: I'm I'm way behind the clock. I understand. I really appreciated your call.
5: Oh, okay, thanks. Thank I'll, you. Uh,
0: talk to you later. All right, thank you. Garage Logic will be back. Thank you. Take that orchestra down, Dave. Go ahead, please.
2: Hey, Joe. Thanks. Uh, I've never held so long to make a comment. Um, First of all, that guy's argument was tautological. What, the government can't make a project profit on these projects because government isn't allowed to make a profit, huh? I,
0: I didn't. Uh, I, I yeah. think Jim was making a great case for reform.
2: Yeah, let me give you some background on me. I've been self-employed for 12 years. That means it's been 12 years since I've had a regular paycheck. Mm-hmm. My monthly health insurance, yep, uh, it ain't a thousand. It's only fifty dollars less. Mm-hmm. It's me, the wife, two kids, nine fifty a month, mm-hmm. with a high deductible, folks. Mm-hmm. It's not like I got some big pro some fabulous uh, plan. Mm-hmm. I, and before I get any money back on my insurance, my outlay is about fourteen thousand dollars a year. Right. Which means I'm I'm paying premiums and and a deductible of about fourteen grand before insurance covers anything. Mm -hmm. Okay, now here I'm going to take your point one layer deeper. Yes, these people, I shouldn't say these people, government employees or however you want to, you know, government union folks, the reason that they are able to be shielded is because the rest of us are not. Mm -hmm. Think about that. I will. The fact that I'm out here along with the vast majority of everybody else Live in the ups and downs, and if you're self-employed, man, it is a lot of up and down, and it is a lot of sleepless nights.
0: No, I got people very, very close to me who are self-employed, and I watch yeah. what happens.
2: You, uh, you man, it it takes a toll. Mm-hmm. It takes a toll, and there is no security. So
0: no, and, the, but the, the, that's the, the American dynamic. There is not. Su- there is not no. supposed to be.
2: I agree. Right. I agree. But so the very The very fact that these folks have that security is made possible by us who do not have that security.
0: I understand. Thank you. All right. I don't want us, I personally will not and do not care to be at odds with public employees. No. That's not going to get us anywhere. Correct. Because I am not at odds with public employees. But what we are reacting to in Madison, and it's visceral, it is not reasonable that a significant percentage of the American workforce not participate in what right now is this country's greatest challenge and that is returning to solvency it is not reasonable to be to expect an ongoing protection that shields that significant percentage of the workforce from whatever it takes to help this country get back to solvency it's the country we should be worried about in the case of Wisconsin it's the state of Wisconsin the governor is going to worry about it's coming here it'll come to Minnesota it'll come to California it'll come to all the states because for too long in order to create this shielded workforce too much money has been committed it is not the sole reason not by a long shot that this country's insolvent but it's an important dynamic that needs to be adjusted just like the guy who's the self-employed guy uh, just got off the phone He's had his ups and downs for 12 years making adjustments, and the time has come where people have to stand up like Walker in Wisconsin and say, look, if we do this, we're not only going to save money, we're not even going to lay anybody off. I don't think what he is asking is at all unreasonable. Back in a moment.
6: You are inundated with countless home and auto insurance ads surrounding the big game in Phoenix. Did you really listen to those ads? What were they trying to tell you? They are on your side. Let's hope so. They've seen a few things. Well, we all have. And I don't know about this one. You're in good hands? Really? Okay. Or best ever, double check. What are we checking? Their work or ours? Now, what does any of this do for you, by the way? Nothing. They are all only one company with one agent. No options. Call the Canopy Group. Their message is clear. You get 16 companies and 20 professionals. So as your home and auto insurance needs change, the Canopy Group will help you find another insurance company to meet your individual needs. No fancy ads. Just the simple promise of providing you the best insurance coverage at the best price, year in and year out. New clients enjoy an average savings of over $800 with the Canopy Group. Call the Canopy Group at 800 dollars. 967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com. Since
1: 1985, Air Mechanical has served the Twin Cities for their heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical needs. They can also help with drain cleaning, duct cleaning, and indoor air quality. Serving the entire metro area, from general maintenance to full install, they got you taken care of. Furnace installs, boilers, heat pumps, garage heaters, and more, Air Mechanical employs top trained tradespeople in the state of Minnesota. They operate with full integrity. They do things the right way, not the easy way. Their Total Solutions membership is like having Air Mechanical on retainer. Keep all of your home maintenance needs in one comprehensive membership. Select one tune-up a year and enjoy benefits like discounted maintenance, repairs, service, and equipment costs. Catch problems before they arise and keep your home's mechanicals running smoothly. We'd love it if you gave Air Mechanical a shout-out for any heating, cooling, and plumbing or electrical needs. You can book or call online right now at thinkami.com. That's thinkami.com.
0: Debbie.
7: Yes, hi Joe. Um the mystery is quite clear when that man two callers ago started talking. When you watch the people on TV boycotting and protesting, all you can all you can take away from that is they're absolutely clueless as to how the real world real world works. They just They keep saying, well, we work hard, as if everybody else doesn't. Mm -hmm. They have no clue that their company is not going to go bankrupt. They're just going to keep asking more from the great pocketbook in the sky or something.
0: Yeah, the government can't go out of business, which makes the the whole idea of collective bargaining ridiculous.
7: Absolutely. And out here, at least, at least with the teachers' um, unions, it's legalized extortion when they have that deal that you have to finish your negotiations by January whatever or else the school gets fined not you know they don't share that fine with the union so the union can just sit there and say okay we're just going to sit here until after January and you can start paying a lot of money and all these school districts have no extra money so they're okay what are we going to do mm-hmm. two years ago when half of the contracts were coming up and people all over including professionals Everywhere, we're taking 5 and 10% cuts. Look at how many of them actually got 3% raises for, you know, each year for their two-year contracts. Right. Right. Pretty many of them.
0: All right, Thank you.
7: Mm-hmm. Bye.
0: Uh, I don't want to – we don't bash teachers here either. Uh, what did I read today? I have to uh, read it to you.
4: What? From uh, this
0: is from uh, Rich Lowry writing in the National Review – early in the 20th century Wisconsin was the self-conscious vanguard of progressivism in keeping with this role in 1959 it became the first state to allow collective bargaining for public employees it was one of the first states to have a statewide teachers union Christian Schneider of the Wisconsin Policy Research Institute notes that an acrimonious teacher strike in the tiny town of Hortonville in 1974 Radicalized the union and won more liberal collective bargaining rules for public employees. After Hortonville, according to Schneider, teacher pay and benefits and education spending all markedly increased. These trends have been basically immune to economic conditions. In the latest recession, public sector employment in the state increased while private sector employment shrank. In the current straits, Governor Walker wants to halt the inexorable upward climb. Okay, that's all I'm saying. I'm not ripping teachers. What I'm saying is what, um, what, uh, what America thinks when they look at Madison is it is not reasonable. Let's just call it half. I don't know what the... It's probably about half. It's not reasonable that half of America's workforce is shielded from the ups and downs that the other half is shielded from. And I guess the answer would be then, so if, if, if public employment uh, could somehow be reinvented so that public employees are also sharing in the American dynamic of, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And if you don't like that, then I guess the answer would be, don't work for the government. There's plenty of people walking around with master's degrees dying to get a teacher's job. It's not like we'd be short of teachers. And I'm, I love teachers. And I believe children can get an excellent education at a public school. But as a side note, do you know what else we're discovering uh, mm. in the rotunda of the Wisconsin State Capitol? We really now know we know now what is meant by we need to spend more on the schools. I think it's... Terribly clear to people, uh, what 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 is meant by that. That's why Governor Dayton so obediently said yes, and I'll spend more on education because he's acquiescing to a union that fully expects to get more for education, uh, and not all of which uh, apparently gets transferred to the classroom. Dolores, yes, hi.
3: Hello there. I'm listening with interest to your conversation, and I don't have, at this point, a strong opinion. I'm not going to argue with you. All right. (laughs) But I I am sitting here with a broken hip from having fallen on the ice, and I have nothing better to do than, than cogitate on some of these things. All right. And um, one thing that, I'm 83, one thing that sticks in my craw, as we old-timers used to say, is the fact that our legislators, our congressmen, get their health insurance paid for them by us. Mm -hmm. They get pensions after they're no longer, as I understand it, maybe I'm wrong, after they're no longer serving. Right. And I'm thinking... I think it would be much better if they had to pay their own way like the rest of us do, and they could then um, sort of identify with how we're feeling.
0: I think you're absolutely correct.
3: And I'm also upset with the people who are objecting to the higher-paid people, the $150,000, $250,000 income earners, uh, you know, objecting to having their taxes raised. Those of us, and I'm one of them, Whose income is about thirty-three thousand dollars a year? We don't like to pay it either. Mm-hmm. But we, when we get all done paying it, we have so little, so little left, mm-hmm. and we're stuck there.
0: Well, ma'am, thank you very much. I'm glad you're cogitating.
3: <laughs> I am,
0: and I hope you recover from the bad hip.
3: And I, I also am hurting a little. I so bet maybe you are. I'm yeah.
0: Well, maybe you're getting better if it's hurting. <laughs> maybe. All right. Thank, <laughs> thank you. you. Thank you. Bye. You're going to have to tell me when you would like me to uh, talk next to Chicago. All right. We'll uh, be back uh, shortly. Please stay tuned.
4: The Liberty Safe Presidents Sale is happening right now at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Hi, GLers. Kenny here. Save up to $400 through March 14th on select Liberty saves. Listen to these options. Uh, $400 off on these. A couple of Centurion 24s, 40-minute fire protection there on the list. The USA Series with level 3 security and a one-hour fire rating also on sale. The Colonial Series, level 4 security, a 75-minute fire protection rating. The Fat Boy, level 5, 110 minutes of fire. And the big one, the Lincoln Series, level 7 security ratings, and a two-hour fire protection rating. It's also on sale. Save up to $400 through March 14th. The Liberty Safe lineup, the best money can buy, made right here in the United States of America. Uh, transferable lifetime warranties. And thanks to Rich at Maple Grove Lock and Safe, professional delivery and installation always available. Stop in, meet and greet Rich. He's at 6901 East Fish Lake Road. And check out the entire lineup at maplegrovelockandsafe.com.
0: You know, earlier I said there might be a teacher or a secretary that goes down to Madison, but I said a lot of those protesters might be professionally uh, motivated or mm-hmm. organized. Yeah. This is from the Washington Post. Obama accused Scott Walker, the state's new Republican governor, of unleashing an assault on unions and pushing emergency legislation that would change future collective bargaining agreements that affect most public employees, including teachers. The president's political machine worked in close coordination yesterday with state and national union officials to get thousands of protesters to gather in Madison and to plan similar demonstrations in other state capitals. So I I didn't want you to think that was coming from an evil right wing uh, talk show host. The White House political operation organizing for America got involved Monday after Democratic National Committee Chairman Timothy M. Kane, a former Virginia governor, spoke to union leaders in Madison, a party official said. The group made phone calls, distributed messages via Twitter and Facebook, and sent emails to state and national lists to try to build crowds for rallies Wednesday and Thursday, a party official said. That's from a long piece in the Washington Post. I've taken no paragraph out of context. Jim, go ahead, please.
8: Hi, I'm a 25 year employee at the University of Minnesota.
0: Yes, sir. That's
8: why I just want to give you my perspective uh, as far as public employees and you employees. Um,
0: I have one minute, Jim. Try to do okay. it in one minute.
8: Well, basically, we're not shielding. We suffer the exact same uh, insecurities of private employees. I mean, we've had uh, seven pay freezes, we've had increases in what we contribute towards our benefits. Um, when I leave the university, I have to pay 100% of my health care. Our benefit package is no better than any other large corporation in Minnesota.
0: How many pay cuts have you had?
8: Uh, we This year was the first year we had a what I would consider a pay cut. We had a three-day unpaid furlough. All right. We've uh, had
0: many of those at the St. Paul Pioneer Press, for example.
8: Yeah. But during times when private employees were getting double-digit pay raises at the university, we were getting single digits. So when times were good, we, we were always, our raises were always typically below the typical private right. sector employee. All
0: right. Jim, thank you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Mm. This hour really flew by. Can we add some more minutes to this hour? Or Could you add another minutes? hour to this hour? It's not Smell Radio, Joe. Oh. Because we have to move on. i got to update you on Betty. Let's go. And some other stuff. Yeah, we got some news to get to here. You're listening to the home of Sports Talk. I wonder if there's a scramble today. Mm-hmm. I hope so. 1,500 ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's 24. Well, I say I hope so. Mm-hmm. We cannot scramble. It's the GLers yeah, we have to sit here and who break. are anticipating the scramble. Mm. You
1: know, last week I made the formal introduction to the brand new member of the Garage Logic podcast, but I want to welcome once again the Anderson brothers, and more specifically, Anderson Brothers Outdoors. This is a really cool story. Owners and brothers, by the way, Christoph and Justin, they started this business when they were in junior high school. Uh, I can't say that I was that productive in junior high school, but these guys certainly were. They were just, you know, mowing lawns around the neighborhood and they kept at it. They worked really hard and now they have grown into a premier Outdoor living business. Anderson Brothers Outdoors is a full design and build outdoor construction company. Whether you're interested in a custom natural wood or composite deck, maybe a paver patio, hardscaping pools, outdoor kitchens, or you have something else in mind, they're going to look forward to creating the outdoor space That you have long been desiring. They're the best in the business and they will consult with you to design your dream outdoor living space. You'll get to take a look at a personalized 3D rendering of the design prior to the project start and you're going to have to look at some of the amazing work that they have done. It's truly remarkable. I've done it. I've been online and I almost wish I hadn't been because now I want this done in my house too. I know you will as well. Just check them out online. It's AndersonBrosOutdoors.com AndersonBros, B-R-O-S Outdoors.com You can also find them at the Home and Garden Show at U.S. Bank Stadium, March 1st through the 5th. If you've been thinking of pulling the trigger on that dream outdoor space, Christoph and Justin, they're your guys. AndersonBrosOutdoor.com. Call them, get in touch with them today, and please let them know that you heard about them here on the Garage Logic
0: podcast. You know, earlier I said there might be a teacher or a secretary that goes down to Madison, but I said a lot of those protesters might be professionally uh, motivated or mm-hmm. organized. Yeah. This is from the Washington Post. Obama accused Scott Walker, the state's new Republican governor, of unleashing an assault on unions and pushing emergency legislation that would change future collective bargaining agreements that affect most public employees, including teachers. The president's political machine worked in close coordination yesterday with state and national union officials to get thousands of protesters to gather in Madison and to plan similar demonstrations in other state capitals. So I I didn't want you to think that was coming from an evil right-wing talk show host. The White House political operation, Organizing for America got involved Monday after Democratic National Committee Chairman Timothy M. Kane, a former Virginia governor, spoke to union leaders in Madison, a party official said. The group made phone calls, distributed messages via Twitter and Facebook, and sent emails to state and national lists to try to build crowds for rallies Wednesday and Thursday, a party official said. That's from a long piece in the Washington Post. I've taken no paragraph out of context. Jim, go ahead, please.
8: Hi, uh, I'm a 25 uh, year employee of the University of Minnesota. Yes, sir. That's why I just want to give you my perspective uh, as far as public employees and you employees. Um,
0: I have one minute, Jim. Try to do okay. it in one minute.
8: Well, basically, we're not shielding. We suffer the exact same uh, insecurities of private employees. I mean, we've had uh, seven pay freezes, we've had increases in what we contribute towards our benefits. Um, when I leave the university, I have to pay 100% of my health care. Our benefit package is no better than any other large corporation in Minnesota.
0: How many pay cuts have you had?
8: Uh, we This year was the first year we had a what I would consider a pay cut. We had a three-day unpaid furlough. All right. We've uh, had
0: many of those at the St. Paul Pioneer Press, for example.
8: Yeah, but during times when private employees were getting double-digit pay raises at the university, we were getting single digits, so when times were good, we, we were always, our raises were always typically below the typical private right. sector employee. All
0: right. Jim, thank you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Mm. This hour really flew by. Can we add some more minutes to this hour? Or Could you add another hour to this hour? It's not Smell Radio, Joe. Oh. Because we have to move on. i got to update you on Betty. Let's go. And some other stuff. Yeah, we got some news to get to here. You're listening to the home of Sports Talk. I wonder if there's a scramble today. I mm-hmm. hope so. 1,500 ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's 24. Well, I say I hope so. Mm-hmm. We cannot scramble. It's the GLers yeah, we have to sit here and who play. are anticipating the scramble. Mm. Get ready for your first Minnesota golf round of 2023.
1: Ooh! The 32nd Annual 2023 Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show returns to the Minneapolis Convention Center Friday, February 24th through Sunday, February 26th. Grab your foursome and check out all that this year's show has to offer. Free lessons from PGA professionals. Great deals on apparel and equipment. Plus, your chance to sink a pod for $100,000 and so much more tickets and more information at minnesotagolfshow.com hope you enjoy today's best of Garage Logic. It's Reavers here back in the GL Podcast Studios. Don't forget, if you haven't done so already, hit that subscribe button on the old Garage Logic YouTube channel, because there we are posting daily content for your amusement. Sometimes multiple videos every single day. You can also follow us along on all of our social media channels, which includes Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. The Garage Logic Town Council is still there for you. Yep, 100 bucks, 100 bucks for the year, 10 bucks a month, it's all there for you. And yes, we will be having a brand spanking new Monday Night Sports Talk. As I think I saw Pat earlier today. I don't know. So maybe I'll have to go down to the lunchroom and go get him. But yes, there will be a fresh Monday Night Sports Talk. Unfortunately, minus Joe, you have to stick with me. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate it. More best of tomorrow.